got something real important to give you. So just sit down and listen. Girl, you know we've been together such a long, long time. Such a long time. And now I'm ready to lay it on the line. Wow, you know it's Christmas and my heart is open wide.
should have called that show Little Kosher House on the Prairie. We got Jerry and Lewis, Ben Stiller and Jack Black. Tom Arnold converted to Judaism, but you guys can have him back. Just kidding. We may not get to kiss underneath the mistletoe, but we can do it all night long. We're Deuce Bigelow. I'm Jewish. I did not know you were Jewish. A uh, Filipino Jew. Filipino? There are four of us. Well, uh, uh, any, we'll take any Jew we can get, even, even funny looking ones. Cool. All right, it's good to be back, sir. It's good to be back. Hey, um, you mind if I uh, put on a wig and hang out with the Dreydells? If you got a wig on, yeah? I got one, man. Okay, man. All right, the newest addition to the Dreydells. Osama Bin Laden. Not a big fan of the Jews. Well, maybe that's because he lost a figure skating match to gold medalist Sarah Hughes, her mama's Jewish. Houdini and David Blaine escaped straight jackets with such precision. But the one thing they could not get out of, their painful circumcision. Gwyneth Paltrow's half Jewish, but a full-time Oscar winner. Jennifer Conley's half Jewish too, and I'd like to put some more in her. There's Lou Reed, Perry, Farrell, Beckett, Paula Abdo. Joey Ramone invented punk rock music, but first came Hebrew school.
and we get to celebrate as well. I mean, my God. Man, oh man, do we have a show planned for you and a song I found I can't wait to play. Oh, I'm so excited about it. I, I am so excited about this Christmas song. I, I, I found it this morning because all I got to say is it goes along with the T-shirt of the day. And, and, and by the way, by the way, I, 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 I got to do it. I, I have to do it. I have to do this, don't I? It's T-shirt time? Yeah, I do. Well, kind of T-shirts on. T-shirt oh, boy. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. Damn right. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. Yeah, you shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody know. You don't know who you're talking about here now. Because we are talking about the god of cool. I know I'm the leader of cool. But this man is the god of cool. The one and only Morris Day and the time. It doesn't get any cooler than that. And that's the t-shirt I got on today is Morris Day. So I'm very, very excited about wearing that because of a song that I found today that we will be playing. And it is just, it's cool. That, that's all I got to say is it is cool. Let's get to some good mornings uh, here. Real quick, by the way, by the way, before I get to good mornings, major shout out going to Christopher. Last night I was sitting there watching some TV and I saw an ad for the new movie, The Kingsman. Now, if you followed the Kingsman series, it's a great series. Kingsman 1 and then the, the, the part 2. This is a prequel, which I don't know if I'm that excited about it. After reading his review, I'm very excited. But it came out last night, just out of nowhere. It's been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Came out last night. And I texted him. I said, hey, man, I, know, I don't know if you're a big fan of these series, but uh, I'm going to go see this at some point. And I will review it so we can tag team on this one. And he sent one back saying, well, I already got my tickets to go see. Uh, he's got his press passes to go see Matrix, I believe, tonight. Because the new Matrix comes out today. And motherfucker, he called up somebody. The press got him in last night to see the new Kingsman. So we have a brand new review up on the social media pages. It's on the Superfans page. It's on the show page. The brand new review of the Kingsman. And he was up till all hours of the night last night. So hats off to Christopher. Christopher, great job doing that last night. Thank you, my man. Now let's get to some good mornings here. Mike D says... Happy, whoa, no, wrong one. Pump day. Ass family, there you go. Uh, Have an awesome day. Douglas says, good morning. Happy, pump day. Ass, uh, hot mama says, happy, pump day. Pump day. Pump day. Uh, Straight fire says, pump day. Is my Friday, y'all, off until the third. Suck at work. Now, Now, I'm glad you bring that up. You remember back in my heyday, back in the day, as the kids would say, I would take about two weeks off during this time of the year. Well, ain't going to happen. Ain't going to take no two weeks off. I'm going to take three days off. Take a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday off next week. Got to get back for football season and all that kind of stuff on Thursday. Not even taking an entire week. Taking three days. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I'm sorry. Hopefully y'all aren't working. Y'all can sleep in. You ain't going to miss nothing. So there you go. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, happy pump day, pump day, pump day. And Jen, just for you, I have a special Christmas gift. 
It's the Polish pickle twister. The act of a male being suspended by ropes face down, he is spun in one direction winding him up. He inserts high penis into the woman's anus and is let go unwinding and bobbing up and down. The Polish pickle twister. There you go. It's a holiday miracle. The the lady came out with a, a, a couple, so we might have another one this week as well. Special Kalo uh, says, hola. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy... Pump day, pump day, pump day. Sassy Pammy says good morning. Scott says happy hump day. day. Uh, Hangtown Jen says I love the Hanukkah songs. Yeah, we got one more. And then I changed it. The fifth one that I found is some guy singing. It's not even Adam Sandler. So we're not going to do that. I got a special thing for Friday. Uh, Aldo says happy hump day. Y'all, Alicia says morning, everyone. Arise is in the house. She says good morning. Starting our Branson, Missouri vacay today. Ooh, Branson. Home of Silver Dollar City. Man, they got they got kick-ass fireworks in Branson. Man, oh, man. I remember I went to Branson as a kid. Went to, like, the, the there, there's some uh, Japanese fiddle player. He's uh, Hideki Matsui or whatever. Man, that guy can play a damn a violin like a bitch. They got all kinds of great theaters there. So have a good, safe trip there. Hang down, Jen says, dear God, I thought we were on a break, a Christmas break. Oh, no, it's a Christmas miracle more than it's anything else, and I'm so excited about it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's so fantastic. Uh, All right, so I did T-shirt time, doing the good mornings, did all that. Any updates on anything? No. I got a lot of sleep last night, thank God. Man, oh, man. Uh, We go to Silver Dollar City tomorrow, and tonight is Dolly Parton Stampede. Oh, that's awesome. That is kick ass. Well, uh, you're going to have to let me know how it is when it because yesterday our fearless leader, Captain Dipshit. Yeah, good old Captain Dipshit. Corn Pop was a bad dude. You you got the vaccination? Yeah, or, I got you. Got are, are you are you okay? Oh, man. You seem, no, it works. Or just shut up. Just just shut up. So yesterday, good old Dipshit Biden. Decided to come out and unveil, finally, his new Omicron plan. Why is that not that loud? That needs to be louder. Omicron. There we go. Uh, and it, let, let me tell you, this guy is such an idiot. And everybody associated with this whole Omicron. Uh, Special Kale says, Dolly Parton Stampede was a great show when I saw it a couple years ago. Okay. The government will make 500 million rapid at-home tests freely available to Americans. And by free, they mean you go out and buy it for 25 bucks, and your insurance company reimburses you. That's what it means. Uh, they're increasing support for hospitals and adding testing sites in regions that need additional capacity. Because, of course, Omicron is going to take the world, America, by storm, even though it's pretty much run its course in South Africa. I saw an updated story yesterday that the numbers have so dwindled, they're not even reporting them anymore in South Africa where it all started. Starting in January, Mr. Biden said they'll be able to request rapid tests through a website and have them delivered free of costs. In addition, 1,000 members of the military will be deployed to help medical staff facilities. Oh, that's good. That, that, that's what we want to see in hospitals is the military. 
That's fantastic. I don't know about you, but, man, that makes me so pumped up. Maybe you see an armored fucking tank right there in the front of the hospital. (sighs) He also said the government will establish new testing sites and use Defensive Production Act to help manufacture more tests. This is what I don't understand, is that he comes out and says all that shit, right? He comes out and, and says all of that, kind of working everybody up in a frenzy. And then this guy. This why I wish they would work together. <sighs> Dr. Anthony Fauci. The crookedest guy in the entire universe comes out and says, we'll likely learn to live with COVID like we do the common cold and flu. Blah, blah, blah. How dare you? Uh, I do believe, I do believe that there is someone who hosts a podcast who may or may not have said that this will be the next cold or flu. I don't know who that was. Oh, it was me? Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Really? Really? We're going to live with it like we live with the cold and flu. Why? Because it is a cold. Quote, we're not going to be in a situation of this degree of intensity indefinitely. His comments come as Omicron becomes the the most dominant strain in the U.S. And he says, we'll likely learn to live with it. You know, like you do the flu. You go out, you get some Theraflu, you lay on your couch, you're better in two days. And I did read that the, uh, the FDA is going to approve the new uh, COVID pills, even though the government doesn't want them to. Now, why is that? Hmm. Oh, because the government can still tell us and keep us, you know, under wraps and in our masks all the time. Good morning, Braddy Kid. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Uh, I was watching the news last night, and they said that symptoms of Omicron. I'm sorry. I apologize. Omicron. The same as the common cold. You don't even lose your smell or taste. No, because it's not as bad. It's not as bad. Yesterday, they announced the first American death from Omicron. Let me tell you about this. And, and, and they're not telling us everything. It happened here in Texas. Uh, a guy was in his mid to late 50s. That's all they're saying. He had contracted COVID-19 once before. So his immune system was depleted already. Oh, and he had an underlying condition, which nobody is talking about. What did he have? Did he have cancer? Did he have AIDS? I I, I don't know what his underlying, because nobody, nobody is talking about what the underlying condition is. The Houston medical examiner didn't fucking mention what it was. Underlying conditions. So what is it? Was he in hospice care? 73% of cases in the U.S. now are, of course, of Omicron. 
except the flu, you're down for two weeks and it's worse. As sometimes you're down for two weeks, sometimes you're down for a couple days. The flu has its times, depending on how bad the flu is that year. And yes, there are people that die from the flu. Most of those people, just like COVID, are elderly people or children. One of the two. Oh, oh, uh, Alicia, you are 100% correct. The underlying condition doesn't serve the narrative. Of course it doesn't. We don't know what this guy had. An underlying condition is hospice care in their eyes. That's not an underlying condition. That's a death sentence. But it feeds the whole point of, oh, my God, it's so scary right now because Omicron is taking over. Um, I'm this big article in the sack B because there are two, yes, two reported cases of the most contagious Omicron in all of Sacramento. Shut everything down. There's two people that have it. By the way, they describe this guy as a high-risk patient due to underlying conditions. Do, do you think we'll ever know that this guy was, was in hospice or he had AIDS? I mean, I, I'm embarrassed right now. I am truly embarrassed at our country. Then fucking dickhead comes out. Good old Fauci comes out. Hold on, I clicked the wrong story here. Fauci comes out and says, I might uh, population immunity which is also known as herd immunity. You remember that? You remember that phrase, herd immunity? Is entirely conceivable once enough people get vaccinated or recovered from COVID. Wait, 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 wait. What? Once people have recovered from it, and what is this vaccine to do then? Why are we forcing people to get shots? Why are we forcing people to wear masks? This makes zero, zero sense at all. Oh, it's, con- it's entirely conceivable. Yes, because that is what is going to happen, scientist. I honestly feel bad for people that live in such fear over this. Like, you must live the most stressful and horrible life and are toxic to all those around you. I, I say, You're absolutely right. And I saw so many things, like, on TV this morning in Dallas. Because the, the, the news I watch, look, I watch Fox News here in the morning. Not the Fox News, but the Fox local Fox station. And they are so far left, and they, are, they aren't afraid to say and show it. And they're talking to these people, and they go out and they interview the most scared people. Well, we were going to have a big holiday celebration this year since we haven't had one for the last year or so. And, uh, well, we're, we're, we're deciding against it because of the, the terrible Omicron that's going on. Well, way to find that person. Wait, 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 way to do your journalistic job and find that fucking piece of trash that says, oh, no, we can't have anybody over. One person said they're actually going to test family members in the garage. So, so this is what you're saying. You're saying you're inviting your family to your house, 
I want, I want, I, th- this is how funny this is to me. And, and, and they're going to go into your garage and you're going to give them a quick test to see if they have Omicron. And if they do, what do you, do you send them home? What if they drove for like seven hours? Well, sorry there, Uncle Joe. You have Omicron. Can't come inside. What happens if Uncle Joe touched the doorknob? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. His germs are on that. Uh-oh. Are you kidding me? You're going to test family members in the garage? That's fucking hysterical. So he's actually saying if you get it in recovery, we're golden. Like 99% of the most viruses and diseases. Correct the mundo. Yes, that's what he's saying. Correct the mundo. He's an asshole. Oh, yeah. Oh, I heard uh, Hot Mama says, I heard there are four UCs that are going back to virtual classes because of Omicron. They're not the only ones. I know there's a bunch of colleges all over America that are going to uh, distance learning. And there are some high schools and there are some school districts that are talking about it as well. And it's only a cold. You don't lose your smell or your taste. You, you, You... Huh? You're going to fuck it up again? Andrew says, uh, good morning, y'all. Happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. We as a people need to say enough. I, 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 I sound like a broken fucking record. I mean, look, I know what I sound like. I know what I'm saying. And I say it every single day. Enough is enough is enough is enough is enough. How many times is this government going to pull the football up from us? How many times are they going to loose us? The American people are Charlie Brown. Remember in July, we were open and free to go and do whatever we wanted. Wow, we are back, baby. July 4th. Then about July, I don't know, 15th. We had the Delta virus come in, or the Delta variant come in. And we're about ready to kick that football. And Lucy, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, the Indian giant herself, Nancy Pelosi, and of course, Da Fuhrer, Anthony Fauci, yanked that football up. I want you to think about that. So think about all of 2020. You're locked in your homes. You're forced to stay inside. Malls were closed. Movie theaters were closed. You could only go to essential places because, and only essential workers could work. A lot of people were forced to work from home. Then 2020 happens, and, and, and or 2021 happens, and it seems like things were starting to, to loosen up a little bit around... February and March after the election. Oh, isn't that interesting that it happened then? Hmm. Then July, it was like, all right, let's go. Even though the government was still paying people to stay at home. And then middle of July, they said, oh, Delta variant. And now we have the Omicron variant. Isn't it interesting? 
This government has kept you inside and out of your day-to-day life. I think it's more that, the more out of your day-to-day life. There's some companies out there like Apple and Google that still haven't allowed their people to come back to work. They've taken two years away from you. Two years. And I'm going to tell you right now, 2022 isn't going to be much different. I, I, I'm sorry to say it, not until November. I, I, I think if the Democrats were smart, and I know they're not, the, the Democrats and the Republicans are both not smart. They're both greedy. They're both evil. But right now, the ones who are in charge have the D's in front of their name. And since they're greedy and they're evil, this is what's going to happen. Mark my word. By the way, have I been wrong yet? I'd just like to know, have I been wrong with anything I've said since January of 2020? Have I been wrong about any of this? I told you that they were going to make some sort of passport, and that's exactly what they called it. For your vaccination status, hell, there's a company now in, in 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 Sweden or Switzerland, one of those two, you know, pussy ass countries, that are making microchips to put in your skin to be able to scan to show your your COVID response. I haven't been wrong yet. And I'm gonna tell you, this is how it's gonna work. I was driving around the other day, and I noticed something. I know there's campaign signs up already. Have you noticed that? Next time you're driving around, I want you to pay attention to see if you see any kind of campaign signs up. And I've seen quite a few. Now, this is what's going to happen. Omicron. It's going to run its course. Fuck, it's almost done. By the time January 15th hits... If, we, if 73% of the cases today are, in fact, Omicron, by January 15th, which is another, what, three weeks away, we'll have about one week left of Omicron, and then it'll be gone. And then people are going to be like, whoa, wait a second. Now what? Now, they'll probably introduce another variant after that. Uh, let's see, what can they call that? They, uh, they, they'll call that the Zabaduba. The Zabaduba strain. And this will be if you have one symptom, you are infected and kept with Zabaduba. And they're going to keep it that way until about Ju- June or July of 2022. Probably July because half the year is over. And they're going to start opening things. And the people that are in charge, the Democrats, are going to go, we're tired of this. We're ready to lift it all up. Lift it up. Gavin Newsom will be one of the first people to say it. It's all an effort to see, go, hey, look at us. We got rid of all these restrictions in July. Live your life and vote for us exactly what's going to happen and I'm here to tell you American people don't fall for it do not fall for it this has been their plan this is what they want 
I am hoping and praying because this show was the first one to tell you what was going to happen in the election of 2022. Now, I got part of it wrong. I didn't know that he didn't need to be elected as a congressman. But Congress is going to flip. There's going to be a large red wave that comes through. And they will announce that Donald Trump is Speaker of the House. I do have a story about Donald Trump coming up here uh, in a little bit. Donald Trump will become Speaker of the House, and he will impeach Kamala the Indian Giant and Joe Stupid-Ass Biden. He will impeach them. They will have enough votes in both the Senate and the House. Those people will be ousted. Donald Trump will be president, I think, honestly. If I see this all playing out, I I see him becoming president sometime in 2023. I'm not kidding. Uh, Let's see. Andrew says, I don't put it past Democrats to provoke riots and outright warfare in the streets by election time. They know they're going to lose and lose big. We'll see. Well, I I mean, we'll see. I I saw some Democrat last night. He was talking about how Donald Trump, if he gets elected, will be the end of democracy. Wait, 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 what? Huh? (laughs) How is electing Donald Trump the end of democracy? Now, I don't know if I necessarily want, uh, uh, if I want Donald Trump to be president again. I'm not sure. I want anybody in place of this fucktard that's in office right now. But how is he going to end the American democracy? The man who stood up to China and stood up to Russia. The man who says whatever he wants, which means free speech might come back. How is democracy ending? I believe he can still run as acting president. Everything that I've seen and read, he can. Since it's Christmas, I am choosing to see positive that came from this whole thing. COVID to Omicron. Positives, online shopping exploded. Deliveries exploded. I no longer have to go into a grocery store or Walmart. I love it. Second positive, I work from home part-time. We have permanently transitioned to a 50-50 schedule. Two days at home, two days at the office. I love it. I hope those two things uh, never change. I can't, I, 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 my crystal ball doesn't work for that. We have to get our economy back on track. And, and I know the economy is doing okay. But I think, I think businesses are going to have people coming back to work. I think. That's just me. How? Because he stood up to them? They don't like that. No. Rigged democracy. Uh, Well, I I just found it fascinating that they said, oh, this will be the end of the America I know. Huh? Wait a second here. Let's all be truthful and honest, shall we? The president that divided this country in the first place was the president before Donald Trump. He's the one who divided us. Nobody wants to tell that truth because, oh my gosh, we might besmirch Barack Obama's uh, legacy. 
Now, I didn't think he was a good president. I thought his policies sucked. He was a hell of a speaker. I'll give him that. Charismatic, yes, all day long. He's what we would say in this in this part of the country. He's all hat, no cattle. Meaning he 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 talks a good game, but he doesn't have a good game. This is a man who allowed United States military members to be murdered in Libya, murdered in the streets, and had no response for it. Zero. Uh, not my guy there. Not I, I, I'm sorry. And and all this racial strife. Let's remember that uh, the what's what's name uh, uh, George Zimmerman. George Zimmerman was on his watch. Black Lives Matter started under Barack Obama, and it transitioned on its own, not because of the leader of the country. And I like how everybody, like, this This is the thing. I will tell the truth on this show. I will tell nothing but the truth. I'm not going to let politics fucking weigh me down And this. I've played it for you. I have it. Let, let's see if I can find this thing. Hold on one second here. I, I do want to find this thing because the truth needs to be talked about with this. Oh, here it is. Look at that. I found it. Everybody always goes to the Trump talking about the fine people during the Virginia riots. Remember that? He says there are fine people on both sides, and that's all they play. Here's the entire quote. They were people protesting very quietly the taking down of the statue of Robert E. Lee. People that were very fine people on both sides. And I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? Yet people say he never condemned white supremacists and things like that. Why? The proof's right here. They were people protesting very quietly the taking down of the statue of Robert E. Lee. People that were very fine people on both sides. And I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. Right there. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? But they just play the first part of that. And that's what they base it all on. They base it on that and how he told Billy Bush that he grabs women in the pussy. That's all they play. And they talk about his mean tweets. I tell you what, I would love it if Donald Trump ran for president and said, fuck it, I don't need Twitter. I'd be happy as hell with that. I don't need him on Twitter. Just come back in and start kicking ass and making America great again. Hmm. Arnie nailing it again, thank you. Uh, Dan says, they also said Joe Manchin having independent thought and vote was the end of democracy. Man, the the hatred 
And, and some places are saying Joe Manchin is costing America $60 billion by not voting for this. I'd rather it be $60 billion than $1.85 trillion. By the way, does everybody know why Joe Manchin is against this? It's not because he hates Joe Biden. That would be the easy way. Joe Manchin is a senator from West Virginia. And what is in West Virginia? That's right, coal mines. The Build Back Better plan decimated coal mines and coal production. Why would a senator from a state that gets all their money from coal go along with this? Joe Manchin said, I got to answer to my constituents, man. Do you you not want me to get reelected? And by the way, two more Democrats announced yesterday that they are leaving. They're retiring. What's going on? The number is at like 23. 23 people are saying, yep, yeah, this old Democrat, fucking being a senator, being a congressperson, uh, it's not for me. Rut-row. <laughs> Rut-row. There's 23 empty seats. Republicans ain't going to win them all, but they're going to win most of them. Just telling you. Uh, Obama was horrible, Yes. B. Coop says, Barry's a fucking scumbag. Don't miss him being in charge of the military. That's right. He's probably running, ru- running it now. Yeah. Great, you're wrong. Obama is horrible. It started when Obama started on black college professor who was busted by police sneaking into his house through a window. Yeah. Democrats are viciously attacking Manchin because he won't follow suit. Yeah, I have that story, Douglas. I'm going to talk about the Robert E. Lee statue, and it's fucking terrible. Oh, if Trump comes back, you should make Arnie the head of the FCC. Oh, I know one show that I'm going after. Oh, I'm going to find the shit out of them. <laughs> Those clips they cut in the main uh, mainstream media was the reason he had to take to Twitter. Exactly. It's actually more than $1.75 trillion. They are doing accounting gymnastics to hide the numbers. And the coal miner's daughter. Yeah, oh, Loretta Lynn's definitely not a Joe. She's a Joe Manchin fan right now. But it's amazing to see. And and look, here's the thing. I honestly think, and this is something I will say that's negative towards Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump handled the whole coronavirus thing at the very beginning. I thought he handled it well. I, 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 I honestly do. I think he handled it well. Shutting down travel, doing all that kind of stuff. It was the long range. And... I'm going to sound like a hypocrite here, and I do not like doing that. I wish he wouldn't have allowed states to do what they did. But, see, that's what a good president does. I hate to say it, but that's what a good president does. A bad president, let's see, do we do we know of any bad presidents here? Um, let's see. I promise you. The president has a big stick. No, there, there you go. There is a bad president right there, Joe Biden. 
Joe Biden is mandating states to do this, do that, whether it's masks, whether it's vaccinations, all that kind of bullshit, right? Donald Trump believed in the Tenth Amendment of the Constitution that said states have the rights to do this. And when he gave that up, all these Democratic governors got together, and they all knew that the only thing, I mean, look, look, I haven't talked about this in a while, so I'll bring this back up. Last January, not not this January of 2021, I'm talking January 2020. If you were listening to this show, I laughed when I first heard Joe Biden's name. Literally, I laughed because I said, nobody can beat Donald Trump. Everything that Donald Trump has done, his numbers of unemployment, the economy skyrocketing, stocks skyrocketing, the rest of the world was at bay because they didn't want to fuck with Donald Trump. I was like, you're going to have to nominate Jesus Christ. But there's one thing. If the economy tanks, and every president knows this, if the economy tanks, the buck stops with them. From like January until June, I was I was so on board with Donald Trump that he was going to win and it wasn't going to be a problem. And then something happened. June to July. Something in there snapped in my head and said, he's going to have a hard time. Because I could see the writing on the wall. It's not that hard to watch. If businesses are shutting their doors because states are forcing them to shut their doors, and I can't blame the business. I can't blame a restaurant that shuts their doors because they're afraid the health department will shut them down or they'll lose their liquor license. I can't blame the small business owner. Small business owner is looking out for themselves, and I appreciate that. But you see, the government that's in place is going to send in their agencies, whether it's the health department or the, 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 the alcohol people, and they're going to shut that restaurant down. So they had to shut down. They had to shut down in masses. And what happened? Our economy tanked. Our economy went belly up. And what happens? The buck stops with the president. And they were able to use all that shit on him. That's the only reason why Donald Trump lost last year, because he believed in states' rights. Holy fuck, Loretta Lynn is still alive? Yeah, and kicking. Oh, she is. Uh, I just saw this headline that they're rethinking student loans, starting repayment in February, and considering an extension again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did that story. I did that story, didn't I? Didn't I do that story recently about how they were going to do that? I, I mean, it, it's beyond ridiculous. I am honestly surprised. I have to say this right now. As far as student loans go, I'm surprised he hasn't washed them all away. And to all you people that have paid off your students' loans, um, I think you should be getting a gigantic check in the mail from the United States government. Because they are, Joe Biden, mark my words, I'm just going to say it right here, right now. Joe Biden will forgive all student loans before he's out of office. Before he gets impeached by Speaker of the House Trump. He will end up washing away all student loans. And that's not what a president does. 
And you know why he's, you know why he's going to do that, right? He's going to do that so you remember him when you're at your checkbook and you go, oh, shit, I don't have to write that check. Thank you, Joe Biden. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to vote for you. They're buying votes. Both sides do it. Usually both sides are better at hiding it, though. They should just come out and say, look, we're going to forgive your student loan if you vote for us. I mean, it, it, it's, it's that fucking terrible. Uh, a couple more things on, on the whole Omicron bullshit. And I have a couple other things we got to talk about. The White House came out yesterday and said, people won't have to wear a mask all the time if we progress fighting COVID. Now, I don't know what that means. But we realize in the press when people say that we live with this virus, oh, my God, I think we're going to be absolutely bad. We're going to have to wear masks all the time. No, we're not. No. That, 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 that shit ain't going to happen. And the best part is, is this next story I have. Let me read what y'all are writing. No, what he should do is enact a bill uh, state that states if you uh, acquire a job in a field which you are trained, went to college for, and you have student loans for education that got you that job, then a percentage of your pay goes directly towards repayment. Wow, I like that. I like Correct that a lot. The mundo. I like that a lot right there. Uh, Rod says, so I told you I have uh, that loan forgiveness for working for public service. During the time there has been this extension, I still get credit like I'm paying towards my 10 years. It's ridiculous. Uh, can the government pay my mortgage? Someday, this government wants to. They, they do. They want to pay your mortgage, so you thank them for it by electing their leaders. Yes. CNN medical analysis uh, or analyst Leanne Wynn, which I don't know if she's got, like, you know, underage kids under her desk like everybody else at CNN does, said on Monday. Now, when, when she said this, she's probably going to be fired. Cloth masks are a little more than facial decorations. Let me read that again. Cloth masks are little more than facial decorations in preventing the spread of Omicron. I can't make this shit up. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. I mean, I mean seriously. See, I, it, it. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've known this. People were wearing bandanas. They got all this shit out there, right? The N95 mask is like the best mask you can have. And people ain't wearing the N95 mask. They're getting boxes and boxes of masks from their local CVS and Rite Aid. And right there on the box, it says this will not help you against COVID-19. Yet everybody's wearing them. When you go into a store, they aren't offering you the N95 mask when you walk through their store. They're offering you the shit CVS mask. 
or the shit Walgreens mask. You know, the masks that don't work. Anchor Victor Blackwell said, Mayor Bill de Blasio said the city has not made a decision on if they will cancel Times Square events for crowds that show up. Right now, you have to be vaccinated. And this is an event outside. I saw that Fox has already canceled their New Year's Eve show. This is funny. He says, people considering going uh, to New York or going to Atlanta to the peach drop. That's fucking gay. Or any similar events across the country. What would you advise them? Good or not good? I do not think like Mayor de Blasio should be canceling New York City event because it requires proof of vaccination and is outdoors. We should be keeping the events that are safe and also the events that are fun for people. We can't be canceling everything. This is a medical professional. Everything, especially if we're going to be living with COVID for the foreseeable future. I would say if you choose to go, make sure you're vaccinated and boosted and wearing a mask. Even though it's outdoors. Wait a second. You can't say to wear a mask by saying then that masks don't work. Don't wear a cloth mask. Cloth masks are more than facial decorations. Oh, God. I, I, it, it's so confusing to talk to these fucking assholes. I show my ugly face off with pride. Fuck mask. Yeah, damn right, Douglas. Here's a little secret. All masks are nothing more than face decorations. That's uh, just real science fact. I don't want uh, them to pay my mortgage. I want them to take care of myself and be responsible for my contracts that I'm willing to sign. Shit pissing me off. Like the whole bankruptcy laws are stupid people who make dumb decisions who aren't accountable. I keep seeing clickbait at. It says Biden wants to pay off your mortgage if you have missed pay- no payments. I'm too scared to click. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, I like how the mass production has changed to include statement to say, hey, what you're using this for, it's not intended for. The manufacturer was like, yeah, I think we should put that on the box just to cover our own ass. I'll never forget, when I first saw that, I, I, I saw a post. I saw a post from Tommy. And then the next day I had to go to, like, CVS, and I looked at a box of masks, and it said that on there. I was like, why are we wearing these then? It, it, it makes no sense that we're wearing these. I remember working at the prison, and their policy changed to where you had to wear these surgical masks that they provided you, the blue ones. Uh, that they were giving us irritated my skin, so I asked for a different one. I got so much pushback about getting an N95 mask because those are for the prisoners. Jesus. The surgical masks were also the ones that Gavin Newsom had the state buy from him. Yeah, of course they are. And that, look, look. That's why you had to wear a mask in California because he had a bunch of masks to get rid of. Businesses that provided those masks, they weren't just given those masks. They had to buy those masks. It's amazing to see all that's happened in this two years. To see the stupidity of some Americans over this. God almighty. And by the way, in New Jersey, it's getting even worse. 
is this commercial, uh, do we have it? Do we have the video of it? Oh, is this it? Oh, God, here we go. Dear Santa, I don't want games. I don't want toys. Just get me the COVID vaccine. This holiday season, there's no better gift than peace of mind. Get vaccinated today. Visit COVID19.nj.gov. That's right. That is an actual commercial that's playing in New Jersey. Here, let me play it again for you. Dear Santa, I don't want games. I don't want toys. Just get me the COVID vaccine. This holiday season, there's no better gift than peace of mind. Get vaccinated today. Visit COVID19.nj.gov. Do I even need to say anything? So they have a kid who's writing a letter to Santa. He's asking for the vaccine. Are you fucking kidding? I mean, I mean, really, Fred just wrote, are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? You don't want toys and you don't want games? I want to see, I want to meet this kid. So all you want for Christmas this year is a free vaccine, that's it? Mom and dad ain't got to buy you a bicycle or a pony or, or give you a little brother or a little sister. You just want the vaccine. Good God. Why don't they have Scooby-Doo? Come on, Raggy, Raggy, we get the vaccine. <laughs> Pikachu running around with a fucking syringe. Good God, that is that right there is evil. That's Joseph Goebbels level evil. Alicia's got mad faces on there. You can hear the kid is reading script. Well, he's a kid. He's not a good actor. He's a fucking New Jersey State Health Department actor. <laughs> Here's to everyone who came up with that commercial to get lupus. Dear Santas, I don't want toys, just a needle. That kid needs rehab. <laughs> I bet that kid took his paycheck and got games and is unvaxxed. I guarantee it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that that's the worst thing I've ever seen. Dear Santa, I don't want games. I don't want toys. Just get me the COVID vaccine. Uh, I, I, this holiday season, there's no better here, gift than peace of mind. I'll get share it with you. Today. Visit it, COVID19.nj.gov. He's making a list, right? And he's crossing off toys and games, and he circles the word vaccine. <laughs> Tim says I would say something, but I just facepalm my entire head off. That's That's insanity. <laughs> I, I think if I were to be watching that at home, it would be one of those scenes where I have like I, I'm eating like a bowl of cereal, and I just spill the entire spoonful of cereal down. What did that kid just say? That is horrible. Other kids are gonna see that. Mommy, mommy, I want a vaccine. I want a vaccine. I want a vaccine. Well, we got you this fucking My Little Pony. I don't want that. I want the vaccine. So there you go, parents. There you go. Get your kids a vaccine for Christmas this year. It's free. Good 
God. That's that is that's the definition of evil right there. When you start to fucking target kids. Jesus. All right. Enough. Enough. Here's a funny story that I've been holding on. Um, by the way, a new study has found a 38% decrease in people moving to California and a 12% increase in residents moving out of California. The 12% is kind of on the normal side. The 38% is the number that they worry about. And they worry about it because they want taxpayers there. People are not moving to California in droves anymore. People have seen pictures of the Pacific Ocean. They're like, hey, that looks like any other big body of water. Hey, I know there's a big body of water in Florida. You know what else they have in Florida? Freedoms. We've got a big, gigantic body of water here in South Texas. It's called the Gulf of Mexico. And the cool thing is, is Mexico is right there. That You can go over the border and get killed by the cartel. <laughs> v. Coop says some kid gets a wish version of that gift and gets stabbed. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking funny. Red says still too many people here in California. Yeah. They're moving out. Sorry to tell you, uh, Texas is close. Moose outside should have told you. Longhorn outside should have told you. Go to Florida. Go to Oklahoma. <laughs> the governor of Oklahoma has a new phrase coming out saying, make Oklahoma good for once. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rice. I couldn't resist that. <laughs> Not great again. Good for once. Come on, you got to admit that was pretty damn funny. Florida's full. Gator out front should have told you. <laughs> Come on. You got plenty of other states you can go to. You can go to the Oklahoma's the world. Kansas is gorgeous this time of year. Iowa's lovely and flat. I wouldn't trust a lot of the sushi, though, in Iowa or Nebraska. I, I would stay away from that. I don't think that they're really going to have the fresh catch of the day. Rice <laughs> says, Really? I couldn't help it. I could not help. That joke came to me in my head, and I said, yes, I have to tell it. I have to tell it immediately. So I, I apologize. <laughs> Make Oklahoma good for once. <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, in college football news, there is a sneaking suspicion. Oh, it, if this happens, I, I could be a happy guy once again. That Caleb Williams, big star quarterback for Oklahoma, after they play their bowl game. And uh, tomorrow, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy and I are going to be going over all the, uh, a bunch of bowl games. Not all of them. We got just the, the ones that are decent games. And Oregon is playing Oklahoma this year in the Alamo Bowl. And there is a rumor that Caleb Williams is going to be entering the transfer portal. Oh, please let that happen. That would be a true Christmas miracle for me. 
He's already changed like some things in his social media to where people are talking about it. Oh, that would be glorious. If that happens, I'm buying tickets to the fucking Longhorns OU game next year. There's nothing better than going to the state fair knowing you're going to win. I lived in Reno same time Arnie did. I might move back there. I wouldn't move back. No, just stay away from Nevada. Nevada is the new California. Look, I have a lot of friends in, in northern Nevada, and I love all those people in northern Nevada. I think northern Nevada is fantastic. But as that state goes is the way that Las Vegas votes. Their governor, if you think that Gavin Newsom is bad, Gavin Newsom in training, Steve sucks a dicks, that's wrong. That was wrong. Steve grabs a sack. That's it. Steve grabs a sack. Uh, governor grabs a sack. What? That's not it either? Fuck, I don't know. Um, he's Gavin Newsom in training, and he's far worse. Far worse. That guy is evil. I'm just telling you right now. He is thanking the Lord above. We all sat around last year talking when Las Vegas was closed. And it was weird to see pictures. I had a friend do like a cross-country trip. And they drove through Vegas. I've never seen Las Vegas Boulevard with no cars on it. It was creepy looking. It was like it was something from an apocalyptic movie. All the casinos were closed. I thought to myself, how are they ever going to revamp this money? Well, then the NFL slides in and says, okay, we're going to put a team here, and we're going to have the Super Bowl here in two years. All that money getting paid back. Brett, I have a cousin that moved to Reno beginning of the year. Him and his girlfriend are vehemently trying to move back to California. It's that bad. And his girlfriend is pretty liberal. Oh, yeah. Hey, look, the way that Nevada has changed, and the people have, look, look, the people of Nevada are great people. I have nothing but, but great things, salt of the earth people. It's the people that move there from California, mainly in southern Nevada. Clark County controls everything in that state. Washoe County, and Washoe County is getting overrun by people from California as well. You, could, you used to be able to consider that state red as red could be. I've said it once. I'll say it a thousand times. You know, everybody, everybody says about Texans, they're so proud to be Texans. And, and I am one of those people. I've always been, my most proudest thing is that I'm a Texan. I've never seen another state like Texas. Many people haven't. Nevada is very close. People that are born and raised in Nevada love Nevada. They don't like what's happening to it at all. Uh, let's see. Hangtown Jen says, I'm not impressed with Nevada. been here in Carson two years, and it's meh. Uh, I I'm tied to the worst of both states, living in Nevada, working in California. I'm so excited to be making plans to move. I can't wait to try a new state because these two are not doing it for me. Fred says, Nevada sucks. I'm ready to leave, but where can I go? Nowhere. Well, you can go to Oklahoma. Look, 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 all jokes aside, Oklahoma is an amazing conservative state. It really is. They have a governor who has a set of balls, and he's willing to use those balls. I don't like Oklahoma for one reason, and that's the city of Norman and the University of Oklahoma. The rest of that state 
you know, as long as it's not blowing away in a tornado or it's not on reservation lands, it's fine. But Texas is closed. Longhorn out front is going to tell you. I, I, I literally, I, I honestly, Louisiana, if you can learn to understand the people, another conservative state, even though they have a lot of Democrats in New Orleans, and that runs the state, and that's how they get so many Democrats there. Arkansas, I know a lot of people that are moving to Tennessee, which that place is a fucking dump. But, hey, very, very conservative. But it's going to change, and I will tell you how Tennessee is going to change. Tennessee will change the bigger Nashville gets. Nashville has become a destination spot. And a lot of people go to Nashville, and they, they, they fall in love with the state of Tennessee. Why? I don't fucking know. But they fall in love with the state of Tennessee, and now you're going to get these people from California that are moving further and further east. And then there's always Florida. Florida and Texas are going to be your two strong points. Those are the two. And Florida's wide open right now. They want people to move there. I'm going to fill up before Texas and hopefully make it all the way through without stopping. Okay. Texas scares me. I'm afraid to drive through to get to Virginia. Holy shit. There's a big-ass box that just got left off at the door. What's in the big box? Damn, that thing is huge. I didn't order anything that big. I'm about to go out there and open that bitch though. <laughs> Bubba, go out there and get that box. Somebody's running down to get this box. What's in there? Open that thing up. What is it? What is it? Oh, it's for, oh, fuck that. Well, we don't care. Send it back. It's not for me. Uh, I need my mountains. I understand. Hey, you know what, uh, Alicia, you can move to Tennessee. You can move to the eastern part of the state. They got the Appalachians there. Well, let's see. Uh, Fred's going to see your cheap boots. and <laughs> I do have a friend in Oklahoma who invited me there, but I'm still thinking Texas at some point, Longhorn out front will see my guns and let me in. <laughs> that Longhorn out front has bigger guns than you, pal. And, Jen, if you drive through Texas and don't stop and say hello to me, I'm going to be hurt. Uh, this time of year, Florida fills with Canadians, eh? Better get it off the porch before porch pirates get it. Well, it's not even for us now. No, no. My, my Twitter account is dead. I, I am no longer on Twitter. I hate Twitter. And that one from 2009 I lost the password for, so I can't get it back. I was on Twitter for a little bit, but no. West Virginia has mountains, so does Tennessee and North Carolina. All you got to do is research different states. Trust me, there is not much out there. We are, uh, we are overpaying. Mm, yeah, all right. Now, here's a place you definitely don't want to go to, uh, Vermont. People in this Vermont town of Burlington, Vermont, the city has, as they said, deteriorated. Why? Let me read this thing from Aldo first, and then I'll tell you why. 
Uh, pardon my ignorance, but wasn't California red within the last 40-ish years? That's my only reservation for moving out of state because of politics. Don't states change at some point? If I could move out of California, I don't even know where I would start. California was red, what, when Ronald Reagan was there? And that was about it. California will always vote blue when it comes to the presidential election. But you're talking about before 1980. That's not within the last 40 years. Uh, they are really defunding the police. Purple with corrupt election laws. Uh, Vermont City, they deteriorated. Why? Because they defunded their police. Oh, no. No, really? And if you oppose it, they call you a racist. So people are keeping their mouths shut. Vermont City is paying the price for slashing its police force by nearly 30%. Burlington, a majority white college town near the Canadian border, slashed its police. Um... And now radical groups are pretty much running that city. Nobody wants to live there anymore, and they're moving away. What did you think was going to happen? Where, and, 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 of course, now they're calling for police to come back. Fuck you. We want our budget tripled. That's what I tell them. Fuck you. We want, our poli- we want it tripled. Story's disgusting. Ugh. I'm not even going to tell you what that shit said. Uh, and then our final one is this. You know how much I love making fun of the mayor of Chicago. Nobody likes you. You're a liar and a thief, murderer. That's what that's what Mayor Lori Lightfoot says every morning in the mirror who is now pleading with the Attorney General of the United States of America, another shithead, Merrick Garland. She wants them to send the ATF in, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms agents. She wants them in Chicago after more than 760 murders happened this year. That's right. Let me say it again. They've had 760 murders under Lori Lightfoot this year alone. How dare you? And she's asking for this after last year when she cut $80 million from the police budget. You've got to be kidding me. Please, in the ATF, we don't have the police. The only police that should be defunded are the ones who stood back and let cities burn last year in the BLM riots and who are enforcing these draconian vaccination laws. Amen to that, brother. I think it's hilarious. Now, I, 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 I say hilarious because I don't live there. I just watched a video of the top ten racist, most racist cities in America. 
Okay. I, I, I got the music bed ready. Here we go. How many of the top ten racist cities in America are in the South, in your opinion? How many, how many racist cities are in the South, in your opinion? And this was a video I saw online. Alicia says eight. Brett says maybe one, two. What is one city, Alex? Thank you for asking it that way. Scott says four. Douglas says three. Three, since they've changed the definition of racist to mean anything, I I think a lot more states have fallen under the umbrella. The answer is, hold on a second, I got to make this dramatic, right? The answer is. Zero of the top 10 cities in America, the most racist cities in America, not one falls below the Mason-Dixon line. Kenosha, Wisconsin, like three cities in Minnesota, Connecticut, Vermont, all these cities that are in the north. Isn't that peculiar? Can we stop then? I, if, if I had the link, I would, Douglas. I don't. I saw it in passing, and I saw it like last week. Or I saw it this week, but I didn't save it. I just laughed at it. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, Douglas says blue states. Absolutely. I know Wisconsin, Minnesota. Michigan was in there, Vermont, Connecticut. Those were the main states. Uh, let's see. Okay, let, let, let's see what Google has. I, I'll Google it. Let's see. Most states in America. Or um, uh, cities in America. Okay, uh, let's see. World Population Review. Oh, wow. Here we go. Are y'all ready? I, I have it, and this is from, I Googled this. This is, uh, this is according to the worldpopulationreview.com. Most discriminatory state, cities in the U.S. are. We'll start with number 10. Fresno, California. Then... Kanakee, Illinois, Niles-Benton Harbor, Michigan, Decatur, Illinois, Elmira, New York, Peoria, uh, Indiana, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Bloomington, Minnesota, Racine, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Waukesha, West Allis, Wisconsin, Waterloo, Cedar Falls, Iowa. Yeah, let me just say right now, Fuck all the people that say the South is the most racist place on earth. 
you can kiss my Dixie ass. There you go. Isn't that interesting? Hmm, 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 hmm. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Well, we got other stuff to talk about. Got some entertainment stuff. Got all kinds of stuff to talk about still on the show today. And, of course, we have Christmas music. Now, look, today's Christmas music, better than yesterday's. Tomorrow will be better than today's. And then Friday's will be the all-out assault on Christmas music. Now, the cool-ass song that I got is going to play in the next segment. But these are the first of the Christmas songs that we have today at ArnieRadio.com. Have a holly jolly Christmas It's the best time of the year Well I don't know if there'll be snow But have a cup of cheer Have a holly jolly Christmas And when you walk down the street Say hello to friends you know And everyone you meet Hung where you can see Somebody waits for you Kiss her once for me Have a holly jolly Christmas And in case you didn't hear Oh by golly have a holly jolly Christmas This year Once for me Have a holly jolly Christmas And in case you didn't hear Oh by golly Have a holly jolly Christmas This year Oh by golly Have a holly jolly Christmas This year
think I'm sure I've got it all. The stocking tongue along the wall ain't got a chimney. Close my eyes and concentrate. I gotta sleep now, it's getting late. All night long I lie awake till Santa's gone. I just can't wait, I just can't wait, I just can't wait. It could be something I might have missed. I had quite a few things on my list. I hope he can fit it all under that Christmas tree. I hope he can fit it all under my Christmas tree. Get that harmonica under there. Fit a guitar under there and a cowboy hat and bicycle maybe. Don't know what he's gonna do with that horse. Now back to the Arnie State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. Uh, that was one of my favorite artists, uh, Clint Black, doing one of my least favorite Christmas songs. I, I just don't like this song. But hey, I know y'all like it, so I played it. Clint Black, the milk and cookie song. Alan Jackson started off with a holly jolly Christmas. And then Brad Paisley had Santa look like a lot like Daddy. Uh, the George Strait song, had, I'd never heard the George Strait until this morning when I found it. And I was like, holy shit, I like this version better than the original. So, gear, I'm, look, like I said, gearing up towards Friday, and the first song of the next break, it's badass. It's just badass. I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, other housekeeping news, uh, as I stated, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm going to be taking off. Just uh, It'll give me five days off for the holidays, uh, including the weekend, which is what I need. Then we'll be back on Thursday. We'll have all kinds of football talk to have with Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy like we're going to have this Thursday, tomorrow. And, of course, we'll come back and we'll have new, brand new uh, Mount Rushmores to do. But this week's Mount Rushmore is ready to go, set for Friday, the Mount Rushmore of the worst holiday traditions. Just the worst. So we'll do all that Friday. All right, now back to today's show. Um. I don't know if y'all been paying attention to it. I, I really wasn't, and I, it, it's just me. Um, Kellogg's workers have been on strike since October, and I guess that yesterday, 1,400 striking Kellogg's workers ratified a new contract, the union says. Um, quote, our striking members at Kellogg's ready-to-eat cereal production lot facilities stood their ground and sacrificed so much in order to achieve a fair contract, the president of the workers' union said. Uh, The bakery, confectionery, tobacco workers, and grain millers international union said in a statement, this agreement makes gains and does not include any concessions. So congratulations to all the workers at Kellogg's who got everything they wanted and didn't have to give up anything. Hopefully this means more breakfast cereal then. Because the world cannot function without breakfast cereals, including Frosted Flakes made by the aforementioned Kellogg's people. So there you go. I, like I said, I don't know if you guys were paying attention to it. I just want to let you know I, I, I really wasn't. I got this story and I said, okay, I have to report this. So there you go. Congratulations to the Kellogg's workers for getting all that they wanted. And now they can hopefully go back to work. 
and they can make some money, and they can have a great Christmas. So there you go. Now, I told you that Donald Trump was, uh, I had Donald Trump news. And it seems that Donald Trump has announced nothing yet. He's announced that he is having a press conference on January 6th, the one-year anniversary of the riot at the Capitol building uh, at Mar-a-Lago in Florida. Do you think... Do you think that this will be where he says he is going to run for president? It says, I'll be having a news conference on January 6th to discuss all these points and more. Until then, remember the insurrection took place on November 3rd. It was completely unarmed protest of the rig election that took place on January 6th. Earlier this week, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the drunk, announced that her office intended to hold a prayerful vigil and a discussion among historians on the upcoming anniversary of the attack. It really, really, you cannot go to a, a, a candlelight vigil there, Nancy. If you breathe, you will start a forest fire with all those candles. My God. Well, let's see. Cowboys Girl says, I hope so. She enjoyed the song, so there you go. Uh, Special Kale says, quote, riot. Yay, Trump. God, I hope so. He's way better than who's in office. I agree. Look, look. Like I said, when I saw this back and forth, I was watching this podcast, watching parts of this podcast. And the host of the podcast, this was a guy that that I aimed to be like. I, I didn't catch his name. And like I said, I saw this in passing. He was talking about how Donald Trump is very brash. He's very, very uh, confrontational, but that's who he is. That's where he came from. You have to be that way to make deals in New York. And this guy, that he, this putz that he was having debate with, was talking about how bad Donald Trump was, how bad of a businessman he is. And they asked him, what makes him a bad businessman? He goes, well, look at all those casinos that have gone out of business. And the guy said, and, and I agree with this, that's the price of doing business in America. Do you know why? And, and I'm not trying to, define, uh, to defend Donald Trump here because he doesn't need me to defend him. Do you know why bankruptcy laws are, in, in, in fact, intact? It's to save people. That's what it's there for. It's a legal process to, to claim bankruptcy. And that's what Donald Trump has done. In, what, three cases? He's done it three times. He himself has never filed for bankruptcy. His businesses like the Taj Mahal and things like that have. That's what it's there for. It's there to protect businesses. Uh, he's so bad as a businessman, he made himself a billionaire. Well, he, he he did take, you know, look, look, he was born into money, but he's made a lot of money. He's a real estate mogul. You don't become a mogul by being bad at it. Oh, boy, they're going to lose their minds. I don't think he can. He's going to mention the election fraud and fake insurrection. 
Uh, let's see. The, another good thing about Donald Trump, he can fucking speak a sentence. Good God, Joe, go away. Well, he knows not to read the end of the prompter. <laughs> end of statement. <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. End of statement. Now, I'm no righty. I believe the two-party system is a scheme to divide us. But once in a while, a president comes along and kicks ass and tells it like it is and does his fucking job. He's the first since Reagan, and he's the first term. Wasn't a fan of his second term. Bush took over. Look, 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 look. This, this is the thing. The reason why Bush took over for fucking Ronald Reagan's second term because that man had dementia. See, this is where we have to start. We as Americans need to come together. And it, this has nothing to do with politics. This has to be who's in charge of the politics. Why is it that we get these old fucking men? Donald Trump's going to be old then. Way more cognitive than fucking Joe Biden. I mean, there are people that were ready to put Bernie Sanders in the White House. Bernie Sanders co-authored the Bible. That's how old he is. And what the the problem I have with that is I love America. I love everything about America. And you're telling me that in the last two elections, those were the best candidates we had? Out of 333 million Americans... Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, and Joe Biden are the three best people out there. And then you throw in Bernie Sanders, because I'll just throw him in as the fourth. Those are the four best people out there to represent America to the rest of the world. I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. I would go, I, if I had to go one through four on that, I would have Trump at number one. I, to re- and once again, this is to represent America to the rest of the world. It has nothing to do with their politics. I would have to say, and the problem is his politics would ruin us, is Bernie Sanders would be number two. Joe Biden is three, and number four would be Hillary. And the reason why is there are so many countries that don't respect women. Women are not treated as equals in other countries. This is what I love so much about these crybabies that come out here and say how how misogynistic America is and how racist America is and all this bullshit. And all you got to do is open your eyes to see what Europe's like. And then you get east of that. Go a little further east to, to, to China. Well, well, let's start with all the shit stands. And then we'll work our way to China. Well, women aren't respected there. And when you have a world leader, and, so, and I'm not saying that Hillary would be a bad president. She'd be a terrible president. but And it has nothing to do with her being a woman. I'm talking about the perception. Because if you don't believe this, perception is truly reality. Don't forget Tulsi Gabbard, haha. Now, Tulsi Gabbard, I think, actually has a shot. I, I, I think if she were to come more towards the middle, 
even more than she has, I think she has a legit shot. If the Democrats were so smart, which they aren't, they would run to back her immediately. You have, you have nothing but losers in your party right now. I mean, Joe Biden, look, can, can we all agree on something here? Do you really think that Joe's going to be up for re-election? And I'm, I, I know he will be up for it as he's president. But physically and mentally, do you think he is up to running? I don't think he's up to running this country now. The man is a jackass, and he's got dementia. And we still have three years to go? Mm. Well, I'll say Trump walked all over the eight they threw at him. And it was by far the best two weeks in politics I ever seen, especially how embarrassed little Marco, fucking classic, on who will be the next president. It's going to be Trump. This country is still pissed at the robbery of the last election. I I like that it's so funny watching the news. And like I said, the Fox station that I watch here is, is beyond liberal. Donald Trump was in Dallas recently. He was in Dallas last weekend. He spoke at First Baptist Church. A friend of mine used to be a member there. I wish he was. I wish I'd be in contact with him because I would have gone to this. Uh, he got booed. Trump got booed when he talked about getting the booster shot. Now, why is Trump getting booed because he got the booster shot? Do we all not remember that J- Donald Trump was the one who started the vaccinations? Donald Trump was the one who rushed the vaccinations out. This is the thing I don't get right now, and I haven't gotten it since the election. Donald Trump spent all of 2020 working to get a vaccination out for the COVID vaccine, right? He worked worked his ass off. Well, if he's going to work his ass off to get it done, you don't think he's going to get it? Of course he's going to, but... Let's play an alleged world that he allegedly got it, because I don't know what they put in his in his syringe. He got it, and people booed him. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think we should be booing people, and this isn't because I have a vaccination shot. We shouldn't be booing people that get the vac- vaccination. We should be booing the people that want to force the vaccinations on people. If you don't want to wear, and I, 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 I'm going to stay consistent on this. If you want to get a shot, get a shot. If you don't, don't. I support both those. And this isn't one of those A versus B. This is just A and B. If you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, then don't. I've never understood this, but Donald Trump was the one who got this vaccination in place. Was one of the first people that he got the the shot, even though he didn't need it because he had COVID at one point. He got the shot, and now he has the booster. What catches me so off guard is people like Joe Biden and Kamala the Indian Giant. 
and, and Dr. Fauci, who all had reservations about this under Donald Trump. Now, they didn't come in and magically change the formula of the vaccination, but they asked Kamala, the Indian giant, on the campaign trail, flat out, if she'd get this. And she said, as long as Donald Trump's not the, the, is, is the president, I won't. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, I'm not getting the vaccine and won't be giving it to my kids. Personally, I feel if you vaccinate your kids uh, for this, you're a fucking ignorant. But for adults, if you want it, fine, take it. Your body, your choice. Now, here's the thing. Alicia, you're absolutely right. I don't know enough about kids' medicine to really make any kind of statement. I think it's strange that they have to take the, the doses in smaller portions. But, hey. Whatever. I'm not that smart. But what I am smart enough to say is God bless you. God bless you for making that choice for your kids. Because that is your choice. And if you wanted them to be vaccinated, you would have used your choice to get it done. That's the thing that's puzzling the most about all this. I don't like the mandates. I'm I'm so anti-mandate. I am I am pro vaccine, whatever vaccine it is. I'm pro that. If you want to study it and you want to get it done, I am I am on your side. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to do it. But in this country, you have what used to be called freedoms. You see, and we used to pick and choose what we wanted to put in our body. And now it seems that we don't have that choice anymore because the government's going to take over that choice. I, I, I find it amazing. What was Operation Warp Speed about? It was about getting the vaccination done. Uh, see, I think America at the time, like now, we're tired of politicians telling us to get the shot. Big mistake on his part if he wanted to keep his voters happy. I would have booed him, too, if I was there. I'm just sick of people. Te- he didn't tell anybody to get the shot, though. You see, that's, that's the whole thing. Donald Trump will not tell you to get the shot. He will make the shot readily available for you, but he will not tell you to get it. He did not tell that group that, that they needed to get it. He told them he got it, and they booed him. I probably would have gotten it uh, had Joe never went out and tried to force it on me. Once he told me his patience was wearing thin, I firmly became opposed. I still wouldn't put in my son regardless. And that is, see, see, that's the whole thing about this, is it's been mandated. And it's been mandated by people who said they wouldn't take it if Donald Trump was the president. What changed? I, I'm still waiting on that. Kamala Harris, Kamala the Indian giant, came out and said she will not take the vaccine if Donald Trump's the president. Now she's fully vaccinated. What changed? I, I, and, 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 and what changed and how did that change your mind? That, that's the part that I'm, I've had a roadblock up in my head for almost 12 months about this. 
since the day Joe Biden sat on that stage and got the vaccination put in his arm. I said, wait a second. You just told your 81 million voters, a record number, that you won't take this shot unless you're president. Huh? I, 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 what, what changed? You want the vaccine? Get it. You want to risk your kid's life with it? That's your parental right to Exactly. See, that, that's what I love about America so much is we get the freedom to choose this shit. I'll tell you right now. Look, I'll go down that road that I hate going down, and that's Abortion Avenue. We're going to rock down to Abortion Avenue. <laughs> And then it will get messy. But I, I don't like the fact that people use abortion as a means of birth control. I don't. I think, I, think, I think that's wrong. But that's me. I think that. I'm not going to tell somebody that. That's my opinion. I wouldn't do it. But you see, in this country, you have the right to choose that. At least you used to. I don't like Texas's abortion law. I just don't. And I don't like what they're trying to stretch out and get done. Done. I don't like that. Both very conservative policies. See, I want what's best for Americans and what's best for America. How odd would it be if the rock backing Biden was actually so the country could see how shitty Biden is, and when the rock runs for president, he'll easily get the votes. Rock ain't ever going to run for president. No, the, the, the rock won't run for president. It, it won't happen. I'm just telling you that right now. Anybody who thinks that, that the rock's going to run for president and give up on his $200 million a year deal that he has making movies ain't going to happen put everything that he has and everything that he's built on $7 in a trust until he comes out, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Damn you, and now there's another inappropriate song to add to my Jen's repertoire. Yep, one I will no doubt mindlessly sing in public, blissfully unaware, happy singing, rock on abortion avenue. Well, maybe offending those around me. Thank you, Arnie, I love you. (laughs) We're going to rock. Down to abortion. Oh, wait, wait. Abortion Avenue. And then it gets messy. Uh, Douglas says, I'm not sure I could vote for The Rock. Now, if it was Stone Cold Steve Austin, I'll be first in line to vote. Because he's going to be swigging beer and kicking ass. How great would that be to see Stone Cold Steve Austin in, in, in a summit? With, like, you know, fucking uh, good old Putin. And he says something like this. I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. I will knock your ass out. Oh, man. That gives me the tinglys. If we had a president that said that kind of shit, and he stood over Vladdy Putin, cracked a couple of cold Steve Weisers over that, and then downed him, Oh, America would be great all of a sudden. 
Got stone cold out there. Holy shit. That'd be badass. Oh, dear God. The word's just flowing. It's your fault. Yeah, I, I took that one right off the head. We're going to rock down to Abortion Avenue. I want to just keep it in Jen's head. I either want that stuck in Jen's head all day <laughs> or the, the Polish thing, <laughs> one of my sexual things. Uh, sort of a side ramp question, Arnie. Which pro wrestler would you think would make the best president or just overall politician? In all seriousness, uh, look, I love Steve Austin. Uh, best wrestler. I, I don't know if any of them could. I mean, with all the things they put in their bodies and all their systems. and uh, Oh, I know who would. Oh, hold on a second. I, I have to get the right. I have to get it out here. Hold on. Just wait a second. I will answer your question. Aldo, I promise. I'm finding the music right now. Let's see. I hope this is the right one. I think this is. Is this it? Well, that's a that, that's an ad. Hold on a second. I gotta be talking to. Yeah. Cowbell. He's just a common man. Ooh, baby, let me tell you something, Daddy. Woo! The dream would be alive in Washington, D.C., Daddies. That's right, babies. I'm talking about Dusty Rhodes, baby. The American dream. He will make Americans stand up and shout, babies. Oh. I think I would vote for Dusty Rhodes faster than I would vote for Stone Cold Steve Austin. But as soon as he, fuck, we get really hail to the chief. We bring that song in there. When that cowbell kicks in, fucking America is great. I knew you'd pick Dusty. I would choose The Undertaker. Uh, uh, Triple H, I don't think he can. I, I think he's from Canada. No, no, the Polish thing is gone, but this little ditty abortion avenue is right there locked in almost as deeply as I lost my child in a bouncy house accident. Yep, this week is filled with gold, and we are only halfway through. I know, right? It's what I do. Yeah, I did Dusty Rhodes would be an amazing. Either him or Jim Cornette. Yeah, Jim Cornette's kind of a fucking liberal. I don't think I'd vote for him. What about Mick Foley? He's got a face for any occasion. You know what? I think I, I honestly think that Mick Foley... I, I, I don't think that he would be a bad leader. I think he'd be fair. I think he's just too nice of a guy. And, and I'm talking outside of the ring. I think he's too nice of a guy. I mean, there there is one guy who I wish would have ran. That way, I, I wish he was alive to run. There, there is one guy out there that, that would be fantastic. To, to run? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Macho madness, babies. Dig it. Oh, yeah, brothers. 
let me tell you something, Vladimir Putin. You don't want the macho man coming to your town, brother. Oh, having a macho man be president, that would be fucking badass. Can you imagine that? He shows up to some, like, G8 summit. He's fucking just jacked like there's no tomorrow. Be awesome. He's from New Hampshire. Thank you. I appreciate that, Aldo. Aldo, you're watching TNT, right? Last week's TNT out of Garland sucked. I was expecting to see Bray Wyatt or at least a heel turn from Cody. Nothing. Maybe this week? I don't know. And by the way, that hour-long match, God, that shit's got to go. Adios, Alicia. Um, you have a great day, and uh, we will see you tomorrow. If only we could bring back the trio Macho Man Hulk and VP, add VP and Miss Elizabeth, opening the curtains before every speech they give, parading around the stage, holding up around one guards. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something mean, Gene. Me and all my Hulkamaniacs, we're going to be training, taking our vitamins, and saying our prayers, brothers. Yeah, Douglas, I, I did the story about the guy uh, here in Texas who died of Omicron. He's a guy in his mid to late 50s who had COVID already and has underlying health issues, which they're not talking about. So, yeah, we'll see what Donald Trump has to say about everything in his press conference coming up here in the new fu- near future. Now, this story, is, this story is too good not to talk about. Good old <laughs> Joe Biden is at it again. Bray is working on a horror movie somewhere. Cody is forever teasing he'll turn. Also, there's supposed to be more debuts coming in the next few weeks. Uh... Oh, what's the guy? Is the guy's name Brody Lee? The guy who's got tattoos everywhere? He just signed with AEW. That's a big signing. Like, I just want Braun Strowman. I want Braun Strowman and Jim Ross back. I want Jim Ross back from his cancer treatments. By God, good God, he's dead. I need JR back. Got to have JR back. I'm liking the AEW product more and more, but look, look, look. Just side. Brody King. Thank you, Aldo. This is the thing I have. This is my issue with AEW. There's far too many wrestlers on the card. There's far too many. Let's have some good feuds. I want the MJF CM Punk feud. I want that to last for six months. I think that is a great storyline right there. MJF, who a lot of people get... Braun went to Impact, did he? But Impact's not a thing anymore. Didn't they just go belly up? MJF is great on the mic, but I think he tries to be too dirty. And it, and it has nothing to do with what he said about, it. hey, Texas, your daughter swallows. I think he gets a little too dirty. I think he's great on the mic, and he's a good wrestler. You don't see a lot of botches in his match. It'll be interesting to see what happens when his contract runs out. But I think he working in an angle with CM Punk would be phenomenal. Sorry, I'm going into wrestling talk, but I've been watching a lot of wrestling lately. 
and and the WWE needs to get Braun Breaker out of NXT. They need to put Braun Breaker right on the fucking main the the main roster. Braun ba- Breaker better be at WrestleMania when I go. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Impact is still go. Okay, thank you. I appreciate. It. Ring of Honor is going away. That's where I thought he would go. Um, Jim Ross, without health issues, I feel would be a good politician. Yeah. MJF is fantastic. Douglas is wrestling yawn, LOL. He's already working an angle with Punk. I hope they that I they just started it. They need it to they need this to be their fucking big thing. Darby Allen, Sting, I don't care about them anymore. Uh but I, I think the roster's too big and they don't let they don't let the 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 feuds last very long. Like the Von Erichs Freebirds feud lasted for years and it was great and they booked money on it. I don't think feuds have to last that long unless it's good and natural. But you gotta last it longer than the 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 Macaulay Black fellow, the guy with the black thing on his face. And and Cody Rhodes, they have a four match feud. That, that, Oh, yeah. Oh, Aldo, I agree 100%. Rex Steiner. Yeah, that should be Braun Breaker's name. That dude is just fucking awesome. And it's awesome to have a fucking Steiner back in wrestling. That shit's got me fired up, man. Uh, Sting will forever be a favorite of mine. He's been since I discovered WCW as a kid. I, I look. It, Sting's great. Darby Allen to me, though. Like, like, here's the thing I have. I've been watching wrestling since I was... Nine years old, and I do believe that it is a, a fantastic male soap opera. And I can suspend my disbelief for a lot more in wrestling than I can anything else. But Darby Allen barely weighs 140 pounds, and I'm supposed to believe that he's going to beat up the badass Billy Gunn. Come on, come on, you, you, you got to try a little harder than that for me. So there you go. There's our wrestling talk for the day. I still haven't done it. I haven't done a wrestling show since I moved. Me and Tommy got to do a wrestling show because we still got to do a Mount Rushmore of wrestling managers. Steiner Brothers versus Nasty Boys, Halloween Havoc, one of the best tag matches ever. Match made me a Steiner fan. I love the Steiner Brothers. Oh, God. Uh, WrestleCon is going to be in Dallas the week of WrestleMania. I'm just waiting to find out how I can get tickets and making sure that the Steiner brothers are there. That 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 that's my that's my echelon. And and Ric Flair's having a party. I'd love to meet Ric Flair, but I ain't gonna pay a hundred extra dollars to go see him. I want to meet the Steiner brothers. That, that's what I want more than anything. Maybe Kevin Von Eric will come to that too. I don't know. Uh, anyway, let's talk about Joe Biden now, shall we? The leader of our country. He has gotten yet another dog. Now, you remember that, that he had two German shepherds. I think they had to put one to sleep, right? And then the other one, oh, man, that other dog, he was just, that, that dog was fucking biting Secret Service people left and right. Champ died in June. Uh, the younger one, Major, has been spending most of his time in Delaware because Major is 
a racist. There's a 33 and a third percent chance Steiners will be there. Hashtag Steiner math. One of the greatest interviews of all time. As someone who used to watch wrestling back in the day with The Rock, Stone Cold, Mick, Kurt Angle, etc., but really hasn't watched, especially in the last 10 years, would it be a good time for me to uh, go watch a WWE event, or should I leave the, the good memories? I don't know. Right now, it's starting to get better. WWE, to me, is starting to get better with, with, with Brock Lesnar. I'm not a big fan of Roman Reigns and the Usos, but I think they're going to do an angle to bring The Rock back to put Roman Reigns in his place somehow. It's getting there. Slowly but surely, it's getting there. Everything goes in cycles like music and, and even wrestling. I'd say, and this is why I watch AEW, is because I do, I love the WWE. I love wrestling. It doesn't have to just be WWE. I, that's why I ask questions about, like, Braun, I love Braun Strowman when he was in WWE. I thought Braun Strowman was badass. I think he's better than a lot of talent they have there now. I love Big E as the heavyweight champ. I think that guy is underused and misused. That guy is so entertaining. He's jacked. Bobby Lashley is a man among men. Bobby Lashley is what Ahmed Johnson should have been. AEW is not the best for me yet. It, it just is, and, and, and you want to know the reason why? Let, let me tell you the reason why. There's too many factions. See, going back to when we were kids, growing up watching wrestling, you had the Four Horsemen. That was a faction. And then Dusty Rhodes, he had some friends, and those are all the faces and things like that. But you got the inner circle. You got, you know, uh, this, this fucking MMA guy's faction. You got these, like, groups of, like, eight and ten. And by the way, I'll just say it right here, right now. If you're a wrestling fan and you think the Young Bucks are any good, you don't, you don't need to be watching wrestling. Those guys are fucking terrible. Adam Cole is nothing more. And, and I think Adam Cole's got some talent, but he's nothing more than a, a Shawn Michaels wannabe. So there you go. I, I said it. I got off my chest. But Joe Biden has gotten another dog now. After consulting with dog trainers, animal behaviorists, and veterinarians, they're going to follow the experts and live, let Major live in a quieter environment where there are less people of color, obviously. Because that, that dog was biting black Secret Service agents, and the story was never released about how racist that dog was. But it did turn out that most of the Secret Service agents it bit were black. Now, I don't know if this new dog is going to be trained in that same racist manner or not. Can, can we fucking get a president that gets an American dog? I mean, look, look, everybody loves German shepherds. How about we get a, an American? How, how badass would this be? President walks out the front door, and he's got a fucking pit bull. That would be odd, man. If the president had a fucking pit bull, 
Holy shit, that'd be badass. That'd be almost as great as like if the, see, this is what I think. This, this, all world leaders should have pets. We'll go through this real quick. The American leader, he, he, he does have a bald eagle in his office. And he gets that, that leather glove on and that fucking bald eagle flies and falls right there. But as a dog, yeah, you, you've got a fucking pity. You got a pit bull there as your dog. That's America. Or an American bulldog. One of the two, but I, I prefer pit bull. The leader of China has a pet panda. How awesome would that be? He's got a bear. Russians, of course, have a bear. Oh, I like where this is going. Canada, the, the leader of Canada has a moose. Got a pet moose. Oh, that'd be awesome. Mexico's president, of course, has a chihuahua. The leader of Scotland, you can't see his pet because it's over there in the water. The Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, I think, oh, if we were just going to school, yeah, we have an American eagle. We have, we have a bald eagle. There it is. <laughs> what does North Korea have? It's a fucking, it's a skeleton because whatever it was, they ate it. That's what North Korea has. Oh, man. See, I'd be afraid of them African countries because most of them countries are going to have fucking lions. So, you you know, there's going to be one sorry-ass African country that has a giraffe or a gazelle. Where do all the marathoners come from? They can have the gazelle. That can be their leader's pet. Kenya. The Kenyan runners, yeah, they have a gazelle. South Africa can have a zebra. <laughs> God, I'm going to hell for that one. If you don't understand how smart that was, I'm sorry. That's one of the best things I've ever come up with. Could you imagine Joe Biden, Joe Biden trying to hold his arm up long enough for a 40-pound bird to land on it? He, he'd look so weak. Our cool pet thing may would just backfire in our faces. We need Kamala to step in and show him how it's done. Well, you know what? Dude? Well, this is what we could have. We America could have. This is a mascot, a fire-breathing dragon. All you got to do is have an open flame around when Nancy Pelosi's talking. She's got so much goddamn scotch on her voice. Can you imagine that? I'll blow on that. I like picking on the president and his racist dogs. He's so fantastic for that. Uh, By the way, did you uh, see? Oh, wait, no, I'll say the by the way, did you see for the next story. Story out of Dubai, the ruler of Dubai, I guess that guy's like a sheik or something, 
Ooh, Australia would rule the world. Their pet would kill everyone. What would their pet? No, they, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. No, uh-uh. Australia's pet would be a fucking kangaroo. Australia ain't beating nobody. They might have animals there that are all badass and everything, but they're known for the kangaroo. <laughs> Zebra was fucking witty and on point. I do try. Uh, the leader of Dubai was ordered by a British court Tuesday to pay $730 million to his ex-wife and their children in one of the most expensive divorce settlements in British history. Tiger Woods is like, hold my fucking beer, dude. Princess Haya bint al-Hussein fled to the UK in 2019 saying she was terrified of her husband. Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid al Makutum, who is the Prime Minister and Vice President of the UAE. He is alleged to have ordered the uh, forced return of the couple's two daughters. So, so real quick, real quick. Hey, hey, hon, hon. He, he's, he's not too worried about it. He, he's going to be really upset at that $730 million he got to pay you. But his 47 other wives are going to be there to, you know, you know, service the old royal horn, if you know what I mean. And by the way, I, I read somewhere that most of this, a lot, or he has to pay her this money and then pay for her protection from him. Dude, he's the leader of Dubai. The leader of Dubai? Really? You're going to try to go after the leader? Look, look, she can get her $730 million, and then all of a sudden the next day she's so sad that she shoots herself in the back of the head 52 times? Come on now. Why are you divorcing that guy? I mean, look, he, he can be bad and scary, but just send him to one of his other wives or his mistresses. Take your souped-up magic carpet, fly somewhere else where he can't catch up to you. Come on. It's not that hard. $730 million, that's going to be a tough one to swallow there. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I want to meet somebody from a shit-a-stand place named Bill. Hi, I'm Sheik Bill. <laughs> Sheik Frank. <laughs> oh, hello. How are you? I know, man. They got these long-ass, crazy-ass names. Sheik Arnie, I, I'd be down with that. You want to give me one of them cool headdresses and wraps to wear? Mm-hmm. I'll do it. There's a place in France where the naked ladies dance. He's paying for her protection from him? Seems counterintuitive. Like, might as well just give her the cash and have her hide herself. Make him find her. At least it's sporting that way. Him paying to protect her from him is really him paying guys to stalk her until he kills her. Exactly. It makes zero sense at all. And he's the leader of Dubai. Yeah, he's going to have a hard time getting laid. Ah, Makali Kalem. It's like their mating call. Or, or as Aldo just said, Brother going to be going out. He going to be going out and going to the clubs. And all of a sudden, 
Oh, shit. Where the hell is it? All of a sudden, he's going to walk into the club, and they stop everything. The record scratches. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's breaking it. He's breaking it down. He's moving. Doing that thing where his hands over his heart, making that beat to the beat. मेरे हम मतनों मैं हूँ तुम्हारा लीडर, ड्यूल रेजिडेंट और सबसे बड़ा चीटर। तुम लोगों के सारे मसले होंगे खत्म। खाता हूँ मैं पीआईए की कसम। गुरबत को खत्म करना सीखा रहमान से, गरीबों को बैन कर मसला हल ईमान से। Just like that. Thank you. Come again. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, got some. Uh, got some bad. Uh, that, oh, I don't know about this. This. This is now. This is where it's starting to get to me a little bit. Chris Noth. You know the the guy from Sex and the City who they killed off. And then this week, there have been these accusations of sexual assault and all this kind of bullshit. His wife's mad at him over it. He's now been fired from the show, um, The Equalizer, two days after a third woman came forward. First of all, let me just say to Chris Noth, congratulations for getting fired from that terrible piece of shit show with Queen Latifah. Come on, Queen Queefa. You ruined a Denzel movie. She's not the damn equalizer, but he's been fired from that show because, once again, in America, you are guilty until proven innocent. And by the way, if it comes out that he did nothing wrong, which I don't know if he did or not, I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt in America right now, If it comes out that he didn't do anything, if they're just trying to rub it, run his name through the mud, how does he ever get his career back? That's all I want to know. All I want to know is how does he get his career back? And like I said, I don't know if it's true or not. I wish I knew if it was true. But this poor guy's been fired now. And by the way, by the way, he's not going to be getting a job anywhere soon. He probably will never, ever work again. 
when it comes to Hollywood and things like that. Now, if in in fact that he is a sexual predator, then good. But don't we have to get to the point where Didn't I, aren't we going to have to get to the point where you are innocent until proven guilty in this country? And now just for you, Jen. Mexican pizza song this week. I mean, Jesus. That's good stuff, people. I don't care who you are. I'm a bit curious why he is not a sexual predator when all this shit came out a few years ago. When we were canceling everyone else. Why now? I'm understanding these allegations happened years ago. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know why. That, that, that's been a question that's been posed to me by a few people. Braddy Kibbs is like, why didn't they come out back then? But they, just, what, two years ago when, when all these allegations, the hashtag Me Too movement happened? I don't know. And, and you can't, it's hard to call out. You had a song for the Me- – you didn't hear the Mexican pizza song? Hold on a second here. I think we can – Hold on one second here. You didn't hear the Mexican pizza song? I don't know if I remember all the words to it, but I did have a song. Here we go. Because the Mexican pizza's coming back. Guys have seen the glory of the fat kid getting happy. He heard some news today, and it's gonna make you sappy. He has cried for this since it went away. It's time to tell you now. Glory, glory, ocean pizza. Glory, glory, Mexican pizza. Glory, glory, Mexican pizza. It's coming back real soon. We gotta use the better part of the music. Glory, Mexican pizza! Glory, glory, Mexican pizza! Glory, glory, Mexican pizza! It's coming back real soon! That's what you sound like after you eat the Mexican pizza. There you go.
There you go. I gotta see where where do where do I start that? Glory, glory, Mexican pizza! Glory, glory, Mexican pizza! Glory, glory, Mexican pizza! It's coming back real soon. There you go. There you go. I didn't think I'd ever get to do that again. But I'll tell you this, when we find out the date, we're going to fucking record that shit. Uh, no, that was the Battle Hymn of the Republic. The, the, the railroad song, which we don't refer to it as that. We refer to that as the Eyes of Texas. Uh, all right, so let's see. I did Dubai Leader, the Equalizer. Bad news. I, I don't know. This could be good news, actually. After being on TV now for about a billion years, something could change. See how you uh, see now. If you're me, this song was stuck in your head yesterday, and I've never eaten a Mexican pizza. No, put it in Abortion Avenue. Just know that I will be singing it through the day. It's splendid combination of the girls, just a little bit killed. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, Lauren Michaels, the guy who's produced every year except one year of Saturday Night Live, maybe. Retiring. He plans on staying through at least season 50 before uh, retiring. Here's the good news. If he retires, they can finally get somebody in there who has a fucking sense of humor and can figure out how to fix Saturday Night Live. I mean, look, man, he he has had some of the greatest, funniest people there. He had Farley. He had Belushi. He was not the producer of the show when Eddie Murphy was on there, though. He had Bill Murray, back when Bill Murray was funny. Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler, David Spade. What happened? I mean, like, like, like I said the other night, fucking was terrible. Weekend update sucked. Everything sucked about it. I don't know what's happened to Lauren Michaels. I think Lauren Michaels has gotten too political. I need to get somebody out there that's just fucking funny. The end. Don't worry about politics. You don't have to make every joke a fucking political joke. Just go out there and be funny. That's it. All right, last story, and then we'll take a break here. Um, no, I ain't going to do that one. I'll save that one. Uh, the, the man in red was out this week. That's right, Santa Claus, people. Santa Claus was in town. I don't know what town was he in. He was in a town in New Jersey, so he's getting that cesspool off the list first. He was, he was showing some holiday cheer to the fine people, driving around Piles Grove, New Jersey, waving at families from a fire truck. Yeah, you got to rest the reindeer because they got a big night coming up on Friday night. All of a sudden, bing, bong, bing, bong. That's fire alarm if you never watch the show Emergency. 
the Reliance Fire Company, a volunteer fire company that serves South Jersey's Piles Grove Township, was, was, was put into action. About 30 minutes after they started their Sanator, a fire crew saw smoke coming from the eve of a three-story family residence and immediately stopped their tour and put Santa to work and put out the fire. Man, that's pretty damn awesome. Another local department, even Santa himself, helped during the rescue. Santa helped alert the family members inside the house who were unaware of the fire. Some sort of malfunction in the chimney. Well, he's going to be the first one to find that. That's awesome. See, that's a good story right there. See, kids, Santa Claus is real, and he works alongside firemen. There you go. Uh, I don't have much hope in today's climate. They'll get some PC snowflakes so nobody gets offended. Unless you're independent or Republican and you're free game, face palm. Yeah, hey, well, like I said, I hope. Now, it is time to play one of the coolest songs I've ever found. And we're going to play it right now. From today's T-shirt artist, this is Morris Day in the Time doing the song Cooler Than Santa Claus. Only place you're going to hear it, arnieradio.com. Yes, them jingle bell tassels was a good idea, baby. Is that Santa Claus? Is that Santa what are you doing awake? Santa? He ain't here. Aww. Well, what do you want to see Santa for anyway? Santa's cool. Oh, Santa's cool? Yeah. I'll show you what's cool. Fellas. Okay. 
clearly a nice fella Giving gifts and whatnot But I outcoo Santa by at least three coupons And one day you will see Santa ain't as cool as me Y'all bust to bed. Now, where were we? Hey, Jingity Jing. It's Dominic the Donkey. Jingity Jing. The Italian Christmas Donkey. La 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 la. Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic The cutest little donkey, you'll never see him kick When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy Hey, jingity-jing, it's Dominic the donkey Jingity-jing, the Italian Christmas donkey La, 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 la 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 di da. Jingle bells around his feet and presents on the sled. Hey, look at the Mayor's Derby on top of Dominic's head. A pair of shoes for Louie and a dress for Josephine. The label on the inside says they're made in Brooklyn. Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Children sing and clap their hands and Dominic starts to dance. They talk Italian to him and he even understands. Kumbaras and Kumbaras do they dance a darandel. When Santa Nicola comes to town and brings Ujucharilla, hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la 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 la
357 FANS or 775 Easy. another great trio of Christmas songs. Let me tell you, that one right there was all over the place. The last one was Twisted Sister doing Oh Come All You Faithful, Dominic the Donkey in the middle, and Morris Day in the Time doing Cooler Than Santa Claus. That is what we call eclectic at its finest right there. Adam J., good morning to you, my friend. I hope you're doing well down in Mexico, or unless you're in the Bay Area with your family. I'm not sure. Hope you're having a good Christmas uh, week so far. Cowboys Girl says, thank you for playing my request. Uh, No problem. Look, like I said, the song's Friday. Friday is the day. If you're sitting there going, man, he hasn't played XYZ yet. It's either going to happen tomorrow or it's going to happen on Friday. I'm just telling you now, Friday is the day. I even fat get you ready for this? Yeah, y'all. I, I'm gonna give you a sneak peek at something. Something that you ready for this? I found this finally. They finally released this. All I'm gonna do is this part right here. Feel it in my toes. Christmas is all around us. Oh man, I can't believe I actually found the recorded version of that. One of my favorite Christmas movies, Love Actually. We have that. That's going to be played tomorrow. And then Friday. Oh, Douglas says today is my Friday. Well, good. I'm glad, man. Enjoy your time off. I hope you and your son have a great Christmas. I don't know if you have your son or not, but I'm sure you'll see him over there. And I hope you guys have an awesome Christmas. Hang Down Jen says, all over the place exactly describes my playlist at any given moment. Moment, I try. I do try to, to mix things up a bit. Um, do we get any Christmas songs from Adele? God damn it. Does she have any Christmas songs? Is this one it? Hello. Yeah, hello. How are you? Nice to see you. Merry it's Christmas. It's me. Shut up. I was wondering uh. if after all these years you'd like to me. No, but thanks for asking. Old. I appreciate it. There you go. So uh, probably not. Uh, all right. Last part of the show here. Uh, congratulations going up to the company or going out to the company Nike. Boy, did they have a great second half of the year or what? Uh, you have him uh, tonight through Christmas. Well, I hope you guys have an awesome Christmas celebration, Douglas. Uh, Nike, their fiscal second quarter endings uh, topped Wall Street expectations and actually rose more than 3%. Now, if you're wondering how do I build my business, let's say that you're a young entrepreneur and you're looking at Nike as, as a, uh, a bastion of hope. I can give you the strategy that Nike uses. First of all, employ nothing but slave labor. That will be the best for you. If you get nothing but people that will work for pennies a day, mm, perfect. Then what you have to do is you have to uh, pretty much inundate and then make urban to low-income areas Want your product more than anything else in the world. 
So much so that they are willing to kill for your product. That is how you make a successful business. Oh, 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 I, I forgot the second part after the whole slave workers. You hire nothing but slaves to build whatever product you, you have to where the building cost is probably, I don't know, probably like two or three American dollars for a pair of shoes. And then what you do is you mark them up. It costs you $2 to make them. Well, you charge $300 then for people to buy them. And then you, too, can run a successful business just like Nike. Preying on inner-city youth all over this country. Great product. Oh, oh, and you get spokespeople that aren't worth a fuck. I, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm baffled and bamboozled at how well Nike is still doing. In this day and age, uh, the information age that we know. It proves one thing to me, though. It proves that consumers really don't give a fuck. We all know that Nikes are made in sweatshops in China. We all know that. The people that endorse that company know that. And nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. Because they got to have their latest insert name here. Whether it be Jordans, whether it be new Air Force Ones, what the Tiger Woods shoes, no matter what. And it bums me out. Because I thought as a society we were better than that. But we're not. Douglas says, man, I think I'm more excited for him to open his presents than I was waiting for my presents as a kid. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, mine too, Douglas. It's all I can do to sit here at my desk at home and actually work. Over two-thirds of the office is gone, including all supervisors. It's like us five who logged in and are working. It's sheer willpower to keep me working through today. Let me just say this right now. Jen, this is why your kids are going to be successful. In my opinion, you have every opportunity to fuck off today. You really do. At work, I mean. Not, you know, in general to fuck off. Like I'm telling you to fuck off. You know what I mean. Because your supervisors are gone, but you're still there working. You're doing that because that's in your DNA. And you're showing it off to your kids. And I say kudos to that. That's something I admire very, very much is that you don't have to do it, and you're not bitching about doing it. You're working. You're showing your kids the right way to do things. And to all the parents out there that do that, my hat's off to you because you are showing them the way it should be. I had to work one year on Christmas Eve. I know that, that sounds terrible. Oh, one whole year? I had to work one year on Christmas Eve when I was working with dog shit and jerk off. And in the radio world, New Year, or not New Year's Eve, it was Christmas Eve, I'm sorry. Christmas Eve. In the radio world, Christmas Eve, everything, everything in the record industry shuts down December 1st. Yeah, actually, it shuts down right before Thanksgiving, the record industry. 
meaning no new records are coming out, which means radio stations can pretty much fuck off. And we had to work Christmas Eve because those two idiots didn't realize we're trying to build a brand new show so you don't get a lot of vacation time when you're building a brand new show. And for the fact of the matter that that Pat Martin had requested the time off six months earlier. Hey, you want Christmas off? You've got to request that time early in radio. And we had to work on Christmas Eve. And I will tell you this right now. Dog shit, his kid, and jerk off his kid will never have a, a good role model or anyone to look up to because all those guys did was bitch and barely show up. I didn't care. I, I Look, Christmas was whatever to me. I was going to go see Dad for the weekend and then, boom, come back to work. It's what you do. This is what you have to understand. This is what you do. If you have to work, you go and you do your job. Those are some of the worst. That was one of the worst shows I've ever had to do, to take part in that, because there was nobody in the building. And they took, they took advantage of that. We didn't do, like, two breaks because we just played extra music because we knew our boss was out of town. He wasn't listening. We knew Pat wasn't listening. I was surprised anybody was listening to that garbage of show. But, Jen, like I said, congratulations to you. Well, then I won't tell you I was contemplating taking a half day. I've got over 300 hours banked off, off time. But now that I'm setting an example and all fucking choices got real. <laughs> What a way to guilt you to work your full shift, Jen. This is stuff that I have been screaming about for years, but I am always told shut the fuck up because without slave labor, the prices of our consumer goods will go up. I hate the justification. I wish there were better people. And by the way, that, that it's, it's, that's, that's such a lie. That's such a lie. How many companies are in America that make stuff that we can't afford? There's plenty of shit that we can afford that's made in America or even made overseas where they pay a fair rate. Nike doesn't pay a fair rate, yet they, their prices are still through the fucking roof. I ain't going to tell you shut the fuck up. One of the workers with the GC on site asked me if I'm taking a half day tomorrow. I just shrugged and said, I'll keep working until they tell me to go home. Hey, I'm here till Friday. And I'm only going to take, like I said, I'm going to take Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off next week. Hell, I used to get two weeks. And about a month later, we'd take another week off. I don't, don't want to do that. You guys, you guys all got to go to work. So I got to entertain you on your way to work. So there you go. Congratulations, Nike, on your new earnings. And how you're bussing through. Now, speaking of a place where we all would love to go for Christmas, but we don't all want to be shot, and that is... Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, a fight broke out at the Miami International Airport, leaving an officer with a bite injury to the head. Somebody bit a police officer. That police officer now has fluoritis. If they didn't have it before, that's how they transfer it. A passenger became upset after he was told his flight was delayed. 
He later then took control of an airport golf cart, demanding to know the reason behind the delay. Video circulating on social media shows the start of the brawl with an officer approaching a man before becoming physical. Here's the video. Guy's in a golf cart. Grab the cop. Oh, the cop takes him down. You don't grab a cop in Miami. Oh, he's got him in a chokehold. Take him down, cop. Take him down. Oh, he let him go. Now they're fighting. Now it's a fist fight. Boy, this is holiday cheer right here. This is pure mayhem. Uh-oh. They're talking up. Ah, aquí, aquí. Someday I'll stop back up. That cop just fucking wailed on that dude. Oh, this lady, she's screaming with a child in her hands. My God. Hey, he grabbed the cop first. That cop was defending himself. some upset Spanish people there. Man, oh man. Feliz Navidad, my ass. Boy, that, that awesome to be screaming at a cop with your baby in your hands. I love the immediate cheering, right? Like, these people have been corralled in the airport for hours. They're looking for a show. <laughs> this hits the spot. Man, I know. Why can't cool shit like that happen to me in an airport? Well, because that would probably be me in an airport. I'd be the one putting on a show like that. That shit's awesome. Oh, there's more? Oh, oh, this is just more of the fight. Well, the cops got him in a chokehold. Oh, he's trying to take him down. People are slapping the cop on the back of the head. Somebody bit him. Somebody goddamn bit him. Like this is a cage match. Oh, he's bitting him on the neck. Good Lord. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We got a cue. Oh, and now he's drawing his weapon. His gun is out. Now they ain't talking too much shit. Yeah, you got a Latin fellow wearing a Canadian tuxedo. Got the fucking jean jacket and jean pants on. Holy cow. Man, that's kick-ass. Oh, we got yet another view from it? Hold on. Oh. Oh, this is another airport. Oh, this same airport, this is people getting down. Oh, this is from April. Okay, never mind. That's from April. Never mind that fight. We already had that. Yeah, dude was biting him on the neck. Cop put the dude in a chokehold like a champ. Some dude came over there fucking slapping him in the back of the head. Then the cop let him go, and this guy jumped on him and started biting his neck. It's crazy, crazy shit right there. Now, we'll stay in the Sunshine State here for just a second. We got to talk about our, our buddy from Gainesville here, 57-year-old Andre Adams. He's facing three counts of felony aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. But what did he do? Well, this is what happened. 
Mr. Abrams was very, very upset with his neighbors. We've all seen this, right? We've all been a part of this. You get in some kind of squabble with your neighbors. He's pissed at the way they've been parking their cars lately. Now, now, like, 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 I, I have this personal rule of mine, and if I go to a friend's house, I don't park in their driveway. I, I don't know what it is about me, but I, I just, I, I'll park in front of their house and walk the extra steps. I don't park in their driveway. That's just me. I guess these people have been fucking with him, and they've been, they, they've been parking in his spots. And I, I don't know if this is at his house or if this is an apartment complex. Um. But he got upset. He finally had enough of these teenage kids being punks. I guess they parked in a spot one day too many times. So Mr. Abrams decided to come out and take care of business himself with a flamethrower. That's right. He had a flamethrower. The teenagers were inside the car, and the guy is shooting a flamethrower at him. One of the neighbors says when he shoots it, it lights up the whole road like it's daylight outside. The company video where he got the, this commercial-grade flamethrower says, you've probably wondered if you can own a flamethrower, and guess what? You can! <laughs> the company, who also sells T-shirts, identifying the wearer as a little terrorist, requires buyers to accept a liability waiver and affirm they were never convicted of a felony. You have to promise. Have you ever been, committed, have you ever been convicted of a felony? No? Well, this flamethrower is for you. Wow. Man, I know what I'm asking for for Christmas next year is a goddamn flamethrower. Boy, me and Tommy are going to have a good time if I get that flamethrower. It is the XM42 light flamethrower, which shoots flames up to 20 feet and is manufactured by X Products of Vancouver, Washington. It's about $900. Wow, that's badass, dude. Oh, you're going to park in my spot again? I think you're not. Man, only in Florida. (laughs) What'd you get for Christmas this year? I got a flamethrower. How bad that? You win Christmas. Oh, what'd you get for Christmas? Oh, I got a diamond necklace. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I got a new truck. Oh, that's cool. Wow, a new truck. Arnie, what'd you get? I got a fucking flamethrower. Everybody's going to be like, you win. (laughs) I like that, Christopher. He says they use the honor system to distribute flamethrowers. What a country. (laughs) Do Do you pinky swear you've never been convicted of a felony? Oh, I do. Add that to your friend who got a bag of coal. You got yourself a barbecue ready to happen. Amen to that. Holy shit, man. A fucking flamethrower? That is amazing. 
Let's go to the Mormon state now, shall we? We'll go to Utah. Once again, not in the South, but the University of Utah is investigating accusations that a group of men in Ku Klux Klan uniforms and robes tried to recruit students at a dorm. How does this work? I mean, honestly, how does this work? All of a sudden, you open the... Hi there. Uh, my name's Bill Johnson. I'm with the local chapter of the Ku Klux Klan. How you doing today? Do you have a couple minutes? I'd really like to talk to you about the advantages of joining the Ku Klux Klan here in Utah. (laughs) Not interested? Okay. We're going to leave some reading materials for you. God bless you and have a white day. Can you imagine that one house they get to? They ring the doorbell. And a black guy answers the door. Oh, never mind. Never mind. We'll go ahead and leave. Thanks anyway. <laughs> B. Coop says, do you have a minute to discuss our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his hatred of blacks? I mean, how do you do this? How do you just show up and try to recruit? How you doing today? No, no, I, I'm not going to take this off. I, I need to keep this, uh, my, 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 my face uh, covered, yes. The alleged incident occurred in October, and the investigation was inconclusive. How is it inconclusive? Did guys in big, white, pointy robes show up and try to get you to join a hate group or not? Or was this just some wacky trick-or-treating thing that went wrong? Jesus. Public University in Salt Lake City is also investigating a second incident a month earlier when a black student reported uh, returning to their dorm in the same building to find feces smeared on the door. Now, that could be a college prank or it could be the Klan. I don't know. Either way, bad. That does not belong on the door. Whatever you do, you don't do that on the door. No, Feces! no, Feces! That, that's wrong. That's disgusting. The alleged accident happened on October 1st. A resident advisor told university officials other students were overheard recalling men dressed in KKK attire, including white hooded robes, trying to recruit students inside a dorm. First of all, how did no one else see them? That is the one thing about the Klan is that they're... Uh, they, 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 they're pretty well seen. I mean, unless they're walking in, like, you know, a snowy background. How'd they just walk in the dorm? Can I just say I lived in downtown Indianapolis where I graduated high school in mid-shift at Denny's when a scurry of folks leaves the restaurant and in full robes marching down the street, parade style is the Klan. They, play it, they plopped right down and stayed... In, in that Denny's for hours, everyone wears the hoods, even the little ones. Babies, moms, oh, yeah. Ordering their eggs over Miami. I was so shook, yet I asked way too many questions. 
Jen, I, I, I feel for you there. I, I, I wouldn't want to be, you know, I probably wouldn't want to be in the clan in that situation because I know the questions that you ask. So, yeah. Good God. You just walk into a college dorm. How you doing, Bill Smith, local chapter? Lepter, uh, we're we're uh, chapter 666 here of the Ku Klux Klan. How you doing today? By the way, there is reason to be scared. No, not for the fact that the Klan is just walking from campus to campus. There have been a rise of AI slaughterbots. You're asking yourself, what's a slaughterbot? It's artificial intelligence that's been programmed to kill as experts warn of a robot apocalypse if they're not banned now. Yep, look at that. Mm-hmm. Skynet's real, people. Last year, a Turkish-made kamikaze drone made the world's first autonomous kill on human rights targets in Libya. Experts are warning that the technology is advancing so fast that governments and societies have not properly considered the dangers. They say the machines making their own decisions are prone to unpredictable. The machine makes its own decision? Then we have to go back in time. We have to find whoever is responsible for this and then go back even further in time and try to kill their mother. And this time, do it right for Christ's sake. Is her name Sarah Sericano? Vag is also a slaughterbox. A slaughterbot, a bot who slaughters, much like a burglar, one who burgles. I'm guessing the person who named them gave them all their most, gave their almost. Yes, I'm a slaughterbot. What does that get? Well, it slaughters everything. It's a robot that slaughters. It's a real thing. This is not like anything that I'm, MIT is talking about. It. MIT professor Max Tegmark, co-founder of the Future of Life Institute, issued a warning. He said the technology is developing much faster than military political decision, and we're heading by default to the worst possible outcome slaughter bots a ban on the lethal autonomous weapon system laws was discussed last week at the un's five yearly conventions i would say that this would have to be a pretty easy one to go ahead and ban At least 14 countries have suicide AI drones, including Israel's devastating Harup unmanned attack plane, which was used down to hunt down Hamas terrorists. Look, look, if the, if the military has it and they can control it, that's fine. That's one thing. But if it isn't just willy-nilly and the, the machines are coming alive, then we are living Terminator days. It'd be great if the robot who slaughters has an attitude and talks and gets all pissed off when you just don't understand. I'm sorry, Mr. Robot. Can you please explain? 
Oh, okay. Slaughterbox bots versus murder hornets. Who you got? Oh, I, I, I'm just telling you right now. I've, I've got the slaughterbots all day long. Those murder hornets, they, can get, they got captured by people in Oregon and Washington State. If hippies can capture you, you do not stand a chance against the slaughterbot. Slaughterbot fucking comes up from its charging station, must kill today. So I'm just telling you right now, if you see a, like like somebody flying a drone or you see a drone flying in front of your house, you better fucking run because that could be a slaughterbot. And our final story of the day. Oh, man, this is fucking nasty. This, this is too much. The man's name is Troy Casey. He's traveled the world from coast to coast representing high fashion companies like Versace. He was a male model. He still maybe is a male model. He's 55 years old. And he says the way that he's able to maintain his model look and unique physique is simple. It's a daily dose of his own piss. That's right. That's right. He goes on to say, I drink my own urine every morning. I call it hair of the dog. He also flushes it into his rectum and rubs it on his skin. I'm betting this guy doesn't get a lot of dates. How do you start this? Uh, Let's see. He first heard about this in 2004 when he heard about urine therapy. Soon after, he decided to sample his own pee and was pleasantly surprised. Quote, it wasn't as bad as the mental barrier in my own mind. I felt a cool buzz. Intuitively, it just felt good. I drank my own urine off and on from... From a while there. He didn't start drinking it daily until a few years later and hasn't looked back. The resourceful health guru now uses it in other ways as well. He bottles his pee and lets it ferment. God damn, this is starting to get to me. Well, I'd cultivate my own urine and ferment it in a sealed mason jar for two weeks before transferring it into my rectum. Rectum? This guy's fucking nuttier than shit. That's going to kill him. Aged urine enemas are powerful for your health. And I got my six-pack abs after doing them. It flushed out my gut, and that's when I got really ripped. Yeah, it flushed out your gut. It's called vomiting because that's fucking gross, dude. This guy also butthole suns. That's right. He will sit on a table, grab his ankles, pull back, and get the sun to go right on his bum.
Jesus Christ, man. This guy lives in Arizona. What the hell, Arizona? You gotta fix your you gotta fix your state too. He claims that Big Pharma is terrified of people learning that secret to their health. I'm terrified of trying it. Your line is well too far back, Arnie. Bring that shit forward some. So the key is waiting two weeks. That's where I went wrong. I only waited a week. Oh, God damn it. All right, that's going to do it for today. I figure I'd leave you with that fucking great story. This fucking nut job. Ugh, God. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, tomorrow, better Christmas, even better Christmas music tomorrow. I know you're saying, Arnie, how can that be? It can be. Tomorrow, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy's going to be on as well. Until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic hump day, hump day, hump day. And I will see you in the morning. Until then, adios, everybody. is outside waiting to arrest him.